0: Yo, what it do, y'all? It's your boy, Dirty Hannah, and you're now tuned in to Hashtag Verse TV, so make sure y'all go subscribe, like, comment, and share, all right? Share with all your people. Stay up, stay strong, stay blessed. Peace. It's week 98, everybody.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It's your girl, Yuri G, and this is all the tea on Verse TV. And tonight we have a special guest for you all to get to know. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: Yeah, y'all, it's your boy, Dirty Hannah, coming out of the BX, Harlem Affiliated. What's good y'all?
1: All right, so you already let them know it. Um, we were starting off with our first question um, for our audience who may not know yet. Um, where are you from? And what do you love most about the origin story? So I'm
0: originally from the Bronx, living in Harlem now, Harlem Affiliated. Um, My origin story starts off, you know, um, pretty much I've always loved music. Um, I've been, I'm a a family, my family's into music. Um, My grandparents owned the church, so I grew up singing in church. I go in school, I was in the chorus, and high school, you know, I did plays and dramas, so, you know, music was always
1: a part of me, definitely. Okay. In, in recent previous generations, where are your family roots?
0: Um. Well, my grandparents, both my grandparents is from North and South Carolina. But um, mainly my mom and my dad, even my dad' parents is from North and South Carolina. But they're originally from New York. So, yeah, my mom and dad is from New York. My mom is from the Bronx. My dad is from Harlem.
1: All right, Dirty Hannah. First of all, from where did the name come from?
0: <laughs>
1: okay, so
0: uh, may he rest in peace. One of my best friends. Um, I miss him so much. He, uh, he used to, well, I mean, he has his little lingo, you know what I'm saying? He used to say, you know how the, um, like the, the real feminine guy, they were like, honey, honey, honey. Now how they, they talk like that. So he used to say that to me a lot, I be like, like, boy, like, why are you always gotta call me honey for? Like, I, am I not sweet? Like, what the hell? But then anyway, you know, so me and my homegirls, we have this thing where we just, when we greet each other, we be like, hey ho, what's good ho? And so I was like, call me ho, you know what I'm saying? So then one day he was like, damn, that was dirty. I was like, ooh. Call me that. Call me Dirty. Call me Dirty huh. So then we was supposed to be, you know, he also wanted to rap as well, but he wasn't really into writing, but he wanted to do it. So he was, he wanted to be the, he wanted us to be called the Dirty Boys. So that's where Dirty coming in from. And then Hannah is actually my last name. And my sister, she always called me Hannah. And then one day, you know, she was like, come here, Dirty Hannah. I was like, oh, I like that for a stage name to use that and that's
1: how it came about. Okay, so we see that you occasionally hashtag Hannah Montana. What's what's that about?
0: Well so my song Wrangler, like one of my first pro- one of my first singles that I dropped from this project. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, it has like that uh little Nas X feel, you know, a little cowboy feel to it. And so you know I, I figure, you know, he got, you know what I'm saying, Miley Pops to do it with him, maybe Miley may want to do a remix with me. So I hashtag her name on it every time I put it through. Maybe she'll hear it and see it, may want to do a remix. Who knows?
1: So that's how I thought. <laughs> how <laughs> long have you been doing this music? Well, I say a collective of
0: maybe 10 years, because I started out when I first first started, um, I was going to do a, a mixtape by myself. And I met another artist. Um, I was hanging out with one of my ex-best friends. And he was living with his ex at the time. And another LGBT artist was friends with him. And he came over. And we got introduced or whatever. we started hanging out. And we went to a studio to do a, a session to get on his track and there was a the producer his name is swanny rivers he asked me to be a part of this group that he was forming and when i got a part of the group i was actually like a a replacement member but they didn't have a name yet so when they got the name when we when I got together with them we came up with the name dirty hood which is a collective of all three of our names it was three members um me dirty hannah then it was Flash t that's where the t come from and then the other guy's name was billy hood so dirty hood we did a whole album, um, 10 tracks, seven together, one of each. But, you know, we had created differences and, you know, things happened. We didn't release it. So then I took like maybe a year or so to get my little thoughts together, on what I was going to do, and how I was going to move. And I came back with Back at It, which is my first project. And after that, maybe three, Three years after that, maybe, I did another project called Still at It. And now, I say what, this is three or four years now, later, I'm here with another one, Gemini, two-part album, eight tracks each.
1: do you don't. So who and what inspired you to enter the industry as a professional out artist? Mm, that's
0: good. So, as an out artist, hmm, well, really, so my inspirations really came from, like I said, I, was, I I was singing first, so R&B was more my lifestyle, but then when I started listening to, when I heard Salt and Pepper, Push It, and, you know, little songs like that, and I kind of started liking that, I know, like they style. You know what I'm saying? I always knew about who I was gonna be. You know what I'm saying? I knew I was gonna be a gay man. I always liked the men growing up, so that was nothing. So once more, once when Biggie and Little Kim came about, and I heard what Kim was saying, it was like, all right, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to do. I wanna be like her, or rather, I wanna rap like her. Not be like her, but rap somewhat similar to her, you know, tell my
1: story. And so that's how that came about. All right. So let's talk about all the tea on your latest hit records, both Gemini Reloaded and Gemini 2.0 released on each on each other's heels. Right. So, like
0: I said, that's a double album, you know, Gemini's two people, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm going to call my album Gemini, why not have a double album? And then see now, there's a dirty side and there's a Hannah side. So on my dirty side, that's more of more of my street side. You know what I'm saying? more, And then you got the Hannah side, which is more of my sexual side. So, you know, I got something for both audiences, pretty much. Yeah, that's about it, pretty much.
1: All right. So first, Aaron Mack is excited to confirm, are you a fellow Gemini millenn- millennial like him? He is June 10th, 1983.
0: <laughs> yes. Gemini is the word. It's always Gemini season
1: on May 26th. Yes, indeed. Okay. So now let's talk cover art for Gemini, too, you know, and Gemini viewers. Re- what message did you want to communicate with that artwork? So with the artwork,
0: um, honestly speaking, um, I have got I got help with that. wasn't um, It was half my idea and half someone else's idea. Um, his name is Chad Bailey. Uh, he, I know him. Yes, he's been on our show. Yes, he has. I seen. Uh, um, I was working with uh, Pink Gorilla. Um, Mm -hmm. So during the time I was working with them, me and him came up with the, I came up with the concept was like, you know, being doing Gemini, I need to be like, you know, two sides of me. So that's where you get Mm -hmm. the first part, we just have me in the middle and you have, you know how they say you had the the good side and your bad side on the side on your shoulders, like the devil Mm -hmm. and the angel on your shoulders. So that's pretty much like, that's kind of like that concept on the first part. And the second part is just like, you know, the Gemini's, there's two entities right there. So yeah, Chad help me with that.
1: Okie okay, doke. So your latest dope music video from the album is um, for the song Wrangler. Give us a little sip of all the tea from the video and lyrics to the song. Also, what makes the dude back Mountain? And what <laughs> makes the dude a Wrangler? so again with Bangla,
0: um, I was listening to Little Nas X with his song and so I'm like he needs to do a, a remix you know what I'm saying with an LGBT artist and I have not seen him reach out to not one artist yet so I said well let me do a remix and I'm gonna tag him to it and see what he thinks and then I thought about it, like let me just do my own shit, you know what I'm saying? And maybe he maybe want to jump on mine, you know what I'm saying? So that's how that came about. Now, it's funny though, right before I was writing a track, I was looking at Broke Back Mountain. It's one of my movies I like to watch, but it was on TV, so I was watching it. So when I got the beat, I don't know, it just kind of like, it fitted to me, it just automatically popped in my mind. So pretty much... The lyrics is like, um, I see you still fucking with that broke back mountain. Now at this time, all right, um <laughs> so I was not seeing somebody, but you know, like, you know, I have a friend or whatever, you know, who I see from time to time, you know, whatever. And he has a friend, you know, he deals with, but this friend is like not really good for him. He don't really want to be with him, but he still deals with him. Why? I don't know. So pretty much I was like, you know, why are you still fucking with this nigga? Like, you know, and you know where the good good is at, and you still want to deal with that? Oh, I know why. Pretty much, right. Dude takes care of him, but he do not really want to be with the dude. So that's the main focus. So pretty much, I kind of like put all of that into my song, like, you know, and it was like so the wrangler is me you know what i'm saying he ain't a wrangler like me no a wrangler though no, they they wrangle it they they hustle the cattle along you know what i'm saying so i don't mean to say my 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 friends and my sponsors on my cattle but you know he ain't a wrangler like me like he don't give it up like me and a broke back mountain nigga is um pretty much someone that you really don't want to deal with, but you you dealing with them on some type of level, whether on some type of level, whether it's financial or um mainly financial. I'm gonna just be honest. Mainly financial. You know what I'm saying? You're dealing with a nigga who's fine who's financially set, but he's not the type of person you really want to be with. And you know, he's pretty much I don't want to say outdated, but he's up in age, but at the same time, you like the money, so you stay, you stick around. So that's the Brokeback Mountain.
1: Okay, so before <laughs> Wrangler, you and our good friend Goldie Doll released the unabashedly sexy song, Two Dicks. Give us a little sip of all the tea on the video and lyrics to this song. <laughs> and heard on your videos the fashions are fly
0: thank you i appreciate the fashion part um <laughs> now the, the the for that one that goes back to my friend who passed away well who gave me the name dirty he was supposed to be the dirty boys and that was actually his song so what he being that he don't know how to, he didn't know how to write lyrics, I was trying to teach him how I started writing it. So I told him, pick a song that you like and mimic that song and write the lyrics to make it fit yourself. He still didn't know how to do that. So he was only, he only got to the hook. So he used Nelly and um, The Saint Lunatics, um, Air Force Ones. So what I did was that was so the hook is his lyrics but I just sped the lyrics up into a faster beat. And I just used that and just pretty much paid homage to him. So that song is like more like me paying homage to him, but being that he came up with the hook, I was supposed to write the verse for him, but I just said, let me just make it fit myself. And so when I wrote the verse, it was pretty much me just talk about my experiences and my lifestyle. And with Goldie, you know, I didn't really know her like that, but when I did meet her and when I heard the vocals, it was like, okay, bitch, you better work. Okay, this is what I was looking for, for a feature. And so, shout out to Goldie dog, That's my little sister. Yes, she, she killed it. I loved it. After that, it was
1: like, it was on and popping after that. So can you give us a sip of all the tea on your next single video? Sure. Well, I'm still trying to decide now. Um,
0: I'm supposed to be doing a video real soon. Um, I have three, three tracks in mind, but I, I mean, I'm still trying to like narrow it down with the concepts of the video because I'm also like, you know, as far as like you said, as far as fashion wise, I like my wardrobe to go along with the video. So I'm still working on that part as well. But as far as the full concept, I don't really have it yet, so I don't want to rush it right now. Then just do anything just to put a video out.
1: But I will be doing a video real soon. And so, what is the most important thing to remember when creating right, um when creating writing dope rhymes? Why is it important?
0: Um, for me, I like I like punchlines. Um. Give me some bars. Um, I want to think when I, when I when I hear the music, um, I like concepts. I don't like people just to write lines that rhyme because then you're all over the place. You're just rhyming. You're not really giving me a story to focus on. I need to paint a picture in my mind. If I can't do that, then your song is mediocre
1: and it's okay. You tried. If you, if you had to choose an artist that you feel like is the blueprint for telling a story, who do you choose? Well, the Queen Bee automatically. Y'all
0: <laughs> get my style from. Like, she, Hunt and Big, like, they, they are the epitome of storytellers. Like, you know, when, like when Kim, like, even when Kim and Big, when they talk, about, even when they talk about designer clothes, they just don't call it out. They make you visualize how the clothes look on them, what they doing with the clothes, what they did to get the clothes. Like, they just not saying, oh, I got Versace, I got Dolce & Gabbana, this and the third. No, I got this trench on, oh, I'll just fuck this nigga and he got me this Birkin bag, like some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they make it Mm -hmm. make sense. And so I like music to make sense. If it don't make sense to me, then it's just mediocre.
1: Okay. So what is the best advice that you have ever received?
0: Um, never stop dreaming. Follow your dreams. Be your own cheerleader. Um, don't look for an applause. Applaud yourself. Because if you don't do it, nobody else will. And you gotta start with yourself, you know what I'm saying? You gotta work on yourself. Like like they like the saying, um uh uh, uh, uh um God uh God God what's the, what's the with the um God only uh take care of the ones who take care of their own. Some uh uh I'm a little high right now, excuse me, y'all. So I can't remember that the saying, um I'm pretty sure y'all you know what I'm talking about. No, you
1: you you the one gotta- about God only looks after women and children
0: the other one oh i don't know no who, god um he he
1: provides for those who provide for themselves first something like that oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember exactly what that is but i know what you're talking
0: about <laughs> yes you
1: know what i'm saying though <laughs> yeah but yes you know what i'm
0: saying so it's pretty much putting in the work you know what i'm saying and make it happen for yourself
1: So what is the main thing that you want our first TV audience to learn
0: about Dirty Hannah today? Um, Just know that, you know what I'm saying, I'm down to earth, cool ass dude, you know what I'm saying, just like everybody else. Um, I'm only human. and I will make mistakes like everybody else. But I, but the most important thing is, you know what I'm saying, um, I'm drama free, you know what I'm saying. I just like making music. Music is fun for me, you know what I'm saying? It's therapeutic, you know? I'm not out here trying to be nobody's king or nobody's representative for this, or I'm just doing me having fun, you know what I'm saying? That's about it. And, you know, I just want everybody to know that, you know what I'm saying? Listen to my music, and you'll get to know everything about me. Pretty much my lifestyle. My music is my life.
1: Um. Yeah, um, so what's next for Dirty Hannah?
0: So pretty much now, though, being that I have a double album, eight tracks each. So it's like, you know, I have a lot of material that, you know, I can do videos for. So I'm pretty much going to be doing videos for the next maybe year. Because that's how I'm pretty much trying to put a, a visual for each single track on an album. um that's that's my whole motive is to put out a visual for each track. So that's sixteen visuals. you know what I'm saying? I think maybe two years. so I may within the next I say within the next three to two to three years, I will have more focus on my next moves, but I'm also trying to look back into my roots when it comes back to singing. R&B like I love I still love to sing you know what I'm saying so I'm looking into doing that again and who knows I may come out with an R&B album never know
1: okay so um going back into that is it a conscious um decision to wait two or three years between every release that you've done
0: no not really um well for me it's more like um getting the right tracks and I guess um, having the experience so I can have something to talk about instead of pretty much talking about the same thing over and over because if you notice a lot of artists who put out albums back to back to back to back they pretty much talk about the same thing but in a different way they don't really have a different story. View. Or a different concepts of what they say and they pretty much just say the same shit over and over. So I like to, you know, me, I just like to spread it out because it, it gives me more to write about. I have more of a story, you know what I'm saying? I have I do different, I have more things that I've done within a two-year span opposed to a, a one-year span.
1: So that's how it is. I just have more to write about like that. All right. So we are about to get into the deeper part of the interview. (laughs) So, (laughs) If you had all the money, power necessary, what would you do to change what you feel would most benefit the LGBT plus community? Oh, definitely. I would definitely start a a record company.
0: That's one, because we have so many talented LGBT artists. So many, that's across the board from east coast west coast midwest just so many talented so i would definitely want to start an lgbt um record label that's one um within my own community you know what i'm saying i would definitely try to make it you know what i'm saying more recreation community centers for the lgbt community i would definitely start that um find people to help me do mentoring ships, you know, because we have a lot of young LGBT um, people out there who who roam these streets and don't really know what life is about yet. And they're doing certain things that just to survive, you know what I'm saying? So pretty much, you know, shelters and, you know, recreational centers is definitely one of the things I help with. Yeah, definitely. I definitely have to give back to my community. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, like I said, it is pretty much I will give back to my community. I will, I'm not a selfish person. I, and at the same time, you know, I don't like to do things by myself. You know, I like to have friends do things with me. So, you know, I'm going to look for someone to do this for this person or someone to do that for that person. You know, definitely give
1: back. Okie doke. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ask not, and this is a quote, we're starting with a quote before I get into the question. Ask not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me what am I living for in detail? Ask me what I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for. Thomas Murphy. Um, The actual question is, what is your goal in life and what is slowing you from achieving that goal? Hmm. I would say one of my main goals would be,
0: like, you know, just to to touch those, you know what I'm saying, with my music, to share my life experience with those. Um, pretty much, you know, just, I'm a down-to-earth person, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's not much that I want in life, but I just, I would like, of course, I want to be wealthy, you know what I'm saying, healthy, um, live a long, live a long time definitely one of the things i want in life um family and friends around me you know what i'm saying real loved ones you know what i'm saying and loyal ones that's the main thing um but my goals is you know is to live as long as i can and to be as wealthy as i can with friends and family who who love me that's my goal in life and what's
1: on you from achieving that
0: Hmm. What's what's stopping me? Um at the moment, you know, just it's nothing really stopping me, because you know, we, we, we grow each day and we learn each day too, as well. So um as far as right now, COVID <laughs> is stopping the way we do things. Um yeah, that's I mean, you know life is a learning experience, so we have to live life in order to learn right and wrong. And so right now I'm just learning life. You know what I'm saying? And trying to get things right. Okay.
1: So since we on this right and wrong, what is (laughs) your deepest tea? Something Ah. you never shared on media before. (laughs) Something you're willing to share with us, of course. If it ain't (laughs) hot and juicy enough, I'm pushing a little deep, <laughs> okay, so I thought about this real hard,
0: too, oh God, so when I was what club was this? oh lot of mercy i th- uh, um, and it's a club in Atlanta, I think it was called seven o eight. <laughs>
1: These are my wild days. <laughs> yeah, seven hundred eight ain't around no more. But um, when I had a fake ID, I used to go there. So <laughs> you really know how about this. <laughs> I used to travel all the way from North Carolina to go there.
0: So yeah, um,
1: I, I, I was still DL. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: So I made a couple of dollars up in there, yeah. Yeah, I made a all
1: so, so <laughs> 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 A couple of fucking falcons up in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you know I mean when I was young, you know, friends, you know, that you hang around with, they dare you to do certain things sometimes. And when they come to a couple of dollars. Do it, you know, what I'm saying I ain't gonna lie, I like money, especially when I was younger. Shit. No, sorry, not gave a little head here and there, sling a the little dick here and there, you know, in the club, yeah. So, yeah, pretty much, I was just
1: where were, were, level, level, level. were you in that, um, that, that, that type on that black dog, wrong. <laughs>
0: you already know with that in my mouth like who's next (laughs) (laughs) I was a mess I was a mess (laughs) yeah Yeah. I've never told nobody else but only my my well see I don't hang with these boys no more but they only two other guys know that but one of the two of them I don't really hang with them no more we don't even socialize with each other that's so sad but yeah they know. Those are only two guys who know that.
1: Okay, now everybody so. else
0: know it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just love that spot, 708. Yes. Well, if you make it back out this way, it's a new place. It's um, it's off of Ralph David Abernathy called 840. It's the new spot on Tuesday. Ah, 840. Let me find mm-hmm. out. Okay, I, I like that number, 840. Okay, I'm with <laughs> it. Yes. Yeah, it's it, it's on the way, it's in the West End um, or whatever. Not okay. The, it's, it's right across the street from the mall. Say no more, I'm with it. <laughs> Thanks, sis. I appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
0: Yes, indeed. A forty. I don't remember that.
1: I'll I'll send you um the flyer or whatever okay. a little bit like like later. I'll send you the flyer. Like the 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 events might change, but what what the what the club gives stays the same. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I can't wait. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a cool spot. They have um talent shows, they have um oh
0: nice, yeah.
1: Um they have bate's night, um they have content creators, um, they have a space for content creators, you know, those only fans girls. Mm. They have a space for that. Um, oh, wow. they, have, they have a strippers night, which is the Tuesday night. Um, and and yes yeah. <laughs> um okay yeah I'm and they have, they, have that that vogue, they have a vogue night a night where you can come vogue and it's still
0: oh got <laughs> it yes i can't wait to check 840 i'm there
1: Next time <laughs> I'm in the eight.
0: I'm, and i was in the A recently too for king weekend but i wasn't really trying to do too much i was really there to celebrate my boy's birthday yeah, but next time I'll go, 840. I'm here. Yes, yeah, Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you welcome. <laughs> See what I can do up in there now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the biggest thing, the the biggest thing that you want to follow is 840 or Indicut. Well, that
0: sounds
1: um, so familiar. I think. Yeah, Indica used to be a private um text mailing list, and because um OnlyFans has become so prominent now, it's like a public knowledge type thing because now oh, people oh. aren't so judgy. So now um they've taken it up a notch, and um Indica is um a it's the spot. Okay, yes, that's
0: put me on, girl. Yes, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Says that's uh, talking Indica eight forty. I'm gonna remember those. Leave me. Yes, indeed. Thank <laughs> you. Thank mm-hmm. <laughs> you, so, <good. laughs>
1: so, what are some stumbling blocks that you had um on your path up? And Ooh. how did you? Become-
0: I had some stumbling blocks, girl. So, pretty much, one was with when I was with the group. Um, this is the reason why we kind of like this band too was more like. Because I didn't want to sign a contract. That's what that's what it was. But I was told that's one. Um, When you when I started doing things after the group, it was like I was looking for a team to build with. Every time I thought I got somebody in my corner, it's like. Didn't work. I mean, it it, it didn't work to a level where I thought it would work, as far as like building a team wise. Yeah. So the, the, that that's a lot of I got a lot of those hurdles that I needed to jump. Um. Even now, I'm still trying to build the team. I'm still, you know, and I thought I had a team when I was with the management team. I was, I was with, but you know that didn't work. So back to the drawing board again it's like you know i need a team around me
1: um okay so i i know we're doing um the end but i would like to say something about that um what i've learned is when you're in these spaces and you want to build a team a lot of times to get where you want to go you do it by yourself and when you get in certain spaces, you get like-minded people around you. They understand the struggle. They understand the, you know, the concepts. They understand everything that comes with it. Like the initial team I tried to build, um, it did not work out. But the moment I got in spaces where it was like-minded people who do the same thing and understood the struggle to get where you are, they understand, uh-huh. you know, so like, don't be so pressed about the team because you're your team. And then once you get in a space with more like-minded people, you can get them to like, we can collectively do this. And like, now I have a videographer, you know, who helps me. I got a photographer who helps me. You know, I have different people um, on my team because I ran into them once. I felt comfortable in all that I was already doing. And I started, you know, just running into them because i was in these spaces because i already was moving forward by myself
0: right but, i got um, you you ain't never lie about that yes so true definitely gotta start out by yourself and then that that team will come afterwards yeah you're right about yeah,
1: that yeah first start everybody thinks like i wanted to start my own thing oh they, they were looking for a chick like they weren't thinking about the work that comes to get to there like they wanted to check they they were just looking at me as a check or an opportunity like oh i know she's gonna blow up mm. and
0: they think it's gonna
1: happen in a certain amount of time and it didn't so you know but once you get in a space where these people understand it like they're gonna support you thank you i appreciate that thank you for the wisdom appreciate it <laughs> you're welcome um so what are some things that you would like to be left in your legacy time capsule for your work? <laughs>
0: um, my personality, one. Um, you know, I'm an outgoing type of dude. I like to have fun. I like to laugh. I like to party. Um, my music, two explains a, 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 a definitely about who I am and where I've been and where I'm trying to go. And lastly, I would say my sexual encounters and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all my sexual encounters and those to come in, you know, past, present, and future. Um, I'm going to get a little graphic. I'm going to say... Um, my anatomy. I want you to leave my anatomy in a capsule so everybody can see how good it was.
1: <laughs> oh, so you're saying like um, like a dildo mode? A mode of my private, yes.
0: Okie okay, doke. So they could be like, well, why? So, you know, when people listen to my music, they just like, hmm, really? I want to see what it looked like.
1: What was it? Let me see. You know what? I'm about to be in New York in a few hours. I need to see what it looked like.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's gonna be part of the legacy. Just know that as soon as as soon as they tell me I got a break from filming, I'm pulling up. I'm coming straight to the (laughs) (laughs) Bronx.
0: exactly that's gonna be part of my legacy exactly <laughs> put everything in that capsule everything <laughs> that's about it though yes that would be pretty much my legacy so it would be about who i am my music and my anatomy a mold of my anatomy yes
1: okay well, so now that everybody knows that you are the dick slanger, the musically talented, and all yeah. those things, tell them where they can find you.
0: You already know it's your boy, the dick slinger wrangler. Nah, it's, not. <laughs> it's your boy, Dirty Hannah. You can find me everywhere, y'all. On Instagram, you can find me, Dirty Hannah. One that's D U W R T Y H A W N A one uh same thing for on twitter dirty hannah one uh instagram yeah dirty hannah one and on facebook it's just uh dirty hannah or i also have a dame hannah page you can follow that too uh even on youtube same thing dirty hannah straight
1: dirty hannah yes all right so everybody y'all know where to find dirty hannah we wrapped up our little interview And again, it's your girl, Yuri G. And it is all the tea on Verse TV. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. Y'all can find us on multiple platforms. It will be listed below. Um, So, yeah, we're looking forward to um, following up with you at a later date to see how those projects come along. And we look forward to being a guest on some more of our shows.
0: Yes, I would love to. I enjoyed myself. I had a splendid time. A lot of laughs. A lot of serious conversations that needed to be had. I uh, definitely enjoy. I would definitely love to come back again. And to everyone, please pick up my my new um, project. It's called Gemini with a J. That's Gemini Reloaded Part 1. That's the dirty side. And then you have Gemini Part 2.0. That's the Hannah side. Check me out.
1: Oh, I think they read you.
0: I definitely enjoyed my time I thank y'all so much I appreciate this
1: you're welcome